0: Characters are the heart of a good story. You can have the most beautiful cinematography, the most captivating plot, and clever writing I've ever seen in my life. But without a cast of characters that impresses me, the work as a whole won't stick. As of recently, furthermore, the most recent series I've been hyper fixated on, I mean interested in, is Breaking Bad. You you might have heard of it, it's a sort of niche thing. Uh, Jokes aside, I'm often hesitant to watch series that I've seen everywhere, because I'm never sure if they'll live up to the hype. But thankfully for me personally, this series absolutely did, and it was due in largest part to, you guessed it, the characters. Now the main character in Breaking Bad is Walter White. He's a character who went from anti-hero to anti-villain to meme icon nowadays, and any way you slice it there's a lot of discussion to be had about nearly any character in the series but walter in my opinion stands out as a valuable cautionary tale about the dangers of one of the greatest fallacies of human nature excessive pride by the way this isn't going to have major spoilers for the series so if you've got plans to watch don't click away so growing up My mother always used to quote one specific Bible verse to me all the time. It was Proverbs 16, 18. This is in the NIV. Pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. Frankly, I'm not sure why this verse was the specific one she used so often, but for better or worse, it stuck with me. And the more I watched of Breaking Bad, the more it became apparent that Walter's entire character whether intentionally or otherwise, is a perfect illustration of this verse. In the pilot episode, we learn that he lives a boring life with two thankless jobs. He's a teacher and he works as a car wash employee part-time, and his marriage life is boring. Worse still, his brother-in-law Hank is a DEA agent and he constantly emasculates him, and it gets worse, he's diagnosed with lung cancer. The natural result of this is that Walter decides to sell meth with a former student of his to make money for his family. I'm sorry, what? Uh, This is certainly a leap, but it's not necessarily pride-centered. In a seemingly true statement, that is, before the series' fifth episode. In this episode, we see Walter receive an irresistible offer from his old friends and business partners, Elliot and Gretchen. Upon accepting the offer, he'll get a job at his old company where he can make millions of dollars doing honest and, for him, easy work. If that's not a sweet enough deal, Elliot even offers to pay for the entirety of Walter's cancer treatment out of his own pocket. An irresistible offer, right? I mean, who could resist free healthcare in the United States? Of course Walter immediately declines this offensive offer. Uh Oh my god, this guy is stupid. Now. If Walter's actions seem utterly ludicrous here, that's because they are. His frustration with his life is completely understandable, but Walter doesn't want an easy solution. He wants a solution that he earned. That's the essence of his character, and that precisely is the danger of pride. Pride can turn any one of us into Walter White's in our own rights. Sure, we may not start cooking pure meth for fried chicken restaurant owners, But the core of the issue is the rejection of mercy when it's offered. Think of the Pharisees, for example. In the Gospels, they're offered as everyone else an easier way to salvation. The only way, in fact, faith in Jesus. Instead of being rigidly adherent to the law that they can never be perfect in, they are offered a deal. Have faith in Jesus, the Messiah who is capable of such perfection, and they will be saved and forgiven. The Pharisees don't like this, though. There could be many reasons for this, but maybe what mattered above all else was their pride. The Pharisees believed they were better than everyone around them, and Jesus rightfully rebukes this. The Pharisees do all their deeds to be seen by others, for they make their phylacteries broad and their fringes long, and they love the place of honor at feasts and the best seats in the synagogues and greetings in the marketplaces and being called rabbi by others. But you are not to be called rabbi, For you have one teacher, and you are all brothers. And call no man your father on earth, for you have one Father who is in heaven. Neither be called instructors, for you have one instructor, the Christ. The greatest among you shall be your servant. Whoever exalts himself will be humbled, and whoever humbles himself will be exalted. But woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! For you shut the kingdom of heaven in people's faces. For you neither enter yourselves nor allow those who would enter to go in woe to you scribes and pharisees hypocrites for you travel across sea and land to make a single proselyte and when he becomes a proselyte you make him twice as much a child of hell as yourselves that's a matthew 25 5 through 15 for those of you who want to reference back the danger of pride is thereby quite evident just like the pharisees and yes even like walter white we often tend to reject help because we want do- things done our own way so that we can feel as though we earned it. The truth of the matter, however, is that some things can't be earned by ourselves. Sometimes we need help. In fact, that's the reason Jesus was sent. When Jesus says he came to fulfill the law in Matthew 5 verse 17, he doesn't mean that the law is now even more binding on us. On the contrary, it means that Jesus fulfilled the law so we didn't have to be perfect. That was our offer. The question is if we're going to accept it. Imagine how much easier Walter White's life would have been if he had accepted the generous job offer and money from his old friends. I mean sure, he still would have had trouble, the man did have lung cancer, but certainly less than he goes through over the course of the series, and maybe the infamous in-universe Heisenberg never would have existed. We all face a similar dilemma. What help are you rejecting? Are you rejecting the help of a dear friend with a serious issue? Are you keeping something private from loved ones, even if they're the only ones who could help? Or maybe are you hesitant to approach God for help, despite his generous offer? If you want to find fulfillment and peace, take a step by letting go of your toxic pride. And if you feel called, make a step towards Jesus, because he is the one who saves.